Welcome to Horton Implants Oral Bites with your hosts, Kate Bootman, Will Murphy, and Carl Horton. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everybody, welcome back. Hope you've had a good week and more importantly, looking forward to a fabulous bank holiday weekend. Think we're going to get some nice warm weather, guys, so get that knotted hanky out and those string vests. You will see that I'm joined with the fantastic duo. We have Will Murphy and Carl Horton. Evening, gentlemen. Evening. You both all right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. (laughs) Oh, okay. We'll have to think about it. Right, gentlemen, come on. Indulge me. Carl Horton, how's your week been? It's been been like this. (laughs) You sound like you're at the fun fair. I was going to say, that sounds like the arcades that I used to go to in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it's been a Pac-Man week, you know, just... Pac-Man. Is it Pac-Man? Out. It is Pac-Man, yeah. yeah. Oh, For you, those I of see... you that don't remember Pac-Man, <laughs> then, wow, you've missed out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to like Asteroids. Do you ever play Asteroids? Oh, yeah, Asteroids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would just look thoroughly pointless to any of the young generation now who, yeah. who play... Call of Duty Fortnite. and stuff like that, and Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there was a little spinning triangle shooting one-dimensional <laughs> rocks that are coming everywhere. I mean, it was even more basic than yeah, yeah, than Space yeah. Invaders. You know, Do you know. Uh, before I tell you about the week, we we my grand and granddad uh, brought the family an Atari for Christmas, um, but they they put it into a, a wardrobe and they brought it about five or six months before Christmas, and me and my cousin discovered it. Um, you know, a fairy tale around the house, and they used to go off to the garden center on a, on a Saturday and a Sunday. So we f- we un- used to unwrap it and play on the Atari, and then wrap it back up again and put it away. And then at Christmas, we acted so surprised that this this Atari was given to the family as a Christmas present. However, it, it, it to us it didn't seem strange, and I didn't realize it. And it was only when my granddad said. Well, you, you knew your way around that because we put it together in about 30 seconds flat without reading the instructions <laughs> and then sat there for about four hours playing Pac-Man and just, you know, getting this massive score. And, of course, it didn't even occur to us that they might realise that uh, we'd been doing this. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, my week, yeah, um, pretty good. Lots of fits of the uh, full arch bridges, um, which is lovely, uh, seeing those all complete, some really nice smiles on on those patients, lots of... Again, busy with all, all the uh, the consults. Um, progressing a little bit more on our courses, Will, which you're part of, the restorative course. Um, so we're looking forward to that. That looks like it's coming together. Um, so we were we were meeting one of the other clinicians that are hopefully going to be joining the crew. Um, and again, it's places have opened up, haven't they? So you can sort of have a drink inside uh, now. As you know, Will, because you've been partaking in that. Uh, and yeah. I have. I don't drink, it. so I can have out. a lemonade or a cup of tea. But yeah, you've checked it out more than I have. Um, Brilliant. And uh, what else? And my car is starting to to fall apart, so I'm I'm looking for a new car. It's, it's the brakes were making a bit of a noise, and I've done some fairly decently long journeys, and and I just thought, yeah. And then actually today, the BMW sign came on and said you need new brake pads. I think it's a BMW. Anyway, it's black. 
<laughs> looks is like it, that. Looks like is it. it. Is it going to be a midlife crisis purchase? Uh, it's probably going to be a nice I mean, safe Volvo. Something sporty, <laughs> soft top. No, no. I grow, I, the, grow the ponytail. <laughs> get the snake, snake skin boots. I've got the boots. <laughs> Rocket. Yeah. Uh, no, I won't. No, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. That might be a maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> there you go. Think, uh, yeah. Well, I, do you know what? I probably would, but I need to shove. I need to shove all the equipment in the back and cart it around. And the problem with all these flipping sporty cars is you just can't do that. No. Um, you know, there's just no room, is there? I remember uh, one of one of our mates, uh, Leonard. He he used to love his his sporty cars, and it was a, it was an MR2. And we've been down to the old OVT. Well, I had the Toyota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah. Oh. How much How much room is in the back? Nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> so there was three of us, and he said, "Carl, you know, you go." I was because I'm slightly smaller than most people, and I used to be a bit slimmer in those days. He said, "You just jump in the back. There isn't any room. You've got <laughs> enough room for a baby's foot. <laughs> that's, that's about it." But yeah, a lot of nice cars. Yeah. So in the God, it, I think this might be the second car I bought after i graduated was one of those mr2s yeah and yeah i used to think i was the bee's knees in that <laughs> it was called it was called a t t bar i think where you could take the glass panels off the roof <laughs> and, and put them in behind you you know just really? so just so my eyebrows could sort of not be bashing off the ceiling you know as i <laughs> as i drove through selly oak with my radio blaring with brmb on what elbow yeah <laughs> Those are the days. But then, of course, I started having kids, you see. So I I managed to get away with it whilst I had, you know, one. I could put a baby seat in the passenger seat. But, yeah, as soon as Chloe came along, that was it. Game over. (laughs) Renault McGann or something like that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Brilliant. So, Will, how's your week been? Yeah, very good indeed. Um, As Carl said, you know, you can sit inside now. So we actually went to more of a restaurant than a drinking establishment. There's a a chain called Giggling Squid in um, Harbour High Street. Recommend that. Superb food. Work-wise, yeah, same old. It all keeps coming in thick and fast. Um, A four-day week, which is great. So we're very happy with that. And a few sort of challenging cases. Um, One today where... As soon as I opened everything up, and I knew it was coming from the CT scan, there was pretty big um, sort of cystic caverns, really, where I wanted to be placing my implants, you know. So once I'd cleaned out all this granulous material, there was just about enough crestal bone just to just to cling on to the implants. And when I took the x-ray, I was just thinking, are they just going to be sitting in the bottom sideways, you know, sort of just dropped in? So, yeah. <laughs> So we'll say a few few Hail Marys for those ones. Um, but I think they'll oh. be all right. They should be okay. How do you... Uh, How satisfying you... is it? Oh, go on. Now, what do you use to clear out all the fibrous tissue? Uh, tissue? I, I don't have the, the burrs. And I, every, yeah. time I, every time I do it, I keep thinking, oh, why didn't I order those burrs? You know? <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things that I only think about when I start doing it. You know, yeah. this is how my brain works. Um, so, yeah, big, sharp sort of 
curette or yeah. excavator, you know, and just sort of there's something satisfying about it in some ways, you know. That's Scoop what it. I was going to say. Your nurse with the suction must be like, yeah, <laughs> she's she's going for. I'm like, back off. She's getting in there, you know. Just wait. Let me let me get it all out first, rather than the little floppy bit that's going in and out, you know. Did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, you did. I think no, you did. Uh, can we can we cut that, that Dave? Live. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, old age. <laughs> old age. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. That, that was my uh, yeah. That was my excitement for the day. Um, but good, so, yeah. What about what about your scanner? I'm going to keep asking you until you tell me you've got one. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sort of vying between two providers. You see, so oh, one okay. one is um, they're a lab, really. So I think they're business model is that they'll sell you one at a relatively good price um, provided you show a bit of goodwill and use them for your laboratory work and the other is just a yeah a digital supplier who I got recommended yeah. to so yeah just really sort of bouncing between the two just waiting to make that order yeah yeah so you've got How still exciting. kind of thinking so you've narrowed it down to two and you're just looking at providers, yeah. but it will be the yeah the trios. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, is that what you've got? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and and I've heard uh, it's interesting because you know I mean obviously because you kind of mix with people that are doing the digital stuff, and the other one, the Medit uh, i seven hundred, I think it's called. Uh, it's just replaced the i five hundred, and a lot of people talking about that Look, looks quite nice. Uh, and then some people are telling me that the build quality is not quite as nice as the Trios, okay. um, which which I thought was interesting. So it's slightly smaller and a little bit easier to manipulate, open software, but but the, the build quality just seemed to not be quite on the par. But maybe that's because people have bought the Trios and invested in it and they just go in. So You've got to do that. Like, no. yeah. yeah, 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 you have. And I, I just don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, it's, uh, and then the other one is the CareStream one, which uh, I think is, is mm. supposed to be slightly better but again uh, the build quality i think for that if you've got care stream in your practice because they kind of see themselves don't they with the um cbct machines and the software is it all integrates a little bit more smoothly but i've had no issues with the trios at all i i've i've loved it i think it's you know it's no regrets in the slightest with that uh, at all yeah. and support's been pretty pretty good um they're not slow at, at sorting out it did it did decide to judder today uh on a patient i would have rather it didn't do um because she's got a timeline and oh, i haven't right. got any and normally i've got analogs lying around just in case it's never happened but i've always thought mm -hmm. i always wanted that backup and it just said not connected not connected restarted <laughs> it switched off and on again like not connected and i just thought i wonder if oh, you can no. take an impression of the scan bodies <laughs> is what went through my mind <laughs> could you do that because it's got the hex so yeah. uh, you know just put some grooves in so that it sticks into the imp material um <laughs> or you know link them together uh, you know it, it was getting to that point and all, all of a sudden it went yay oh <laughs> so it's just playing just, me up just playing with you just by, just like the car <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I, good good choice i think mate i think I won't, you won't regret it yeah and, regret and it, presumably so. it sort of talks to everything else um for merging with 
CBCTs and yeah, because you can just it's it just produce you can do what you want with it. So you can export the STL file onto your own laptop or computer, and then you can email that to anywhere. That's open. Mm. Uh, their proprietary is uh, oh, I'm going to get it wrong. O3x something I think is the file name. That's the three shape name of their files, and that only works with three shape software, but. You can send the you can send the STL file to anybody. Um, so if you want to send it to me to for, for me to put it into the CBCC, I could do that and, and overlay it onto a scan. Yeah. So so yeah, it's it's, it's it can be open, right. uh, but it's got it's. I think if you want the color, then you have to use their file because the STL file is just mono monochrome. So it's just one, right. one color. But it doesn't matter when you're doing your CBCT data and you're overlaying like that because you're not looking for all those little extra features. But I think if so, you, yes. So, so if I I was to have a CBCT, say from Cavendish Imaging, and I want to marry that up with my intraoral scan, what what would I have to do as a sort of basic starter? Well, you need your planning software. Okay. Um, so, you either purchase that. So, Three Shape do their implant studio. Or you've got Co Diagnostics, which is Dental Wings, isn't it? I think Strayman still sell that one. I think they're that kind of work together. Mm -hmm. Or I think you've got Blue Sky Plan, which is the free free version. Uh, and then there are other ones as well. Um, I can't remember the name of the the other one, which is a Korean software. But essentially, that's another piece of software that you can put your CBCT in. And you need if it's We'll talk about Cavendish because you mentioned it. So you need to make sure that Cavendish have put a sort of an open sourced DICOM file. Mm -hmm. So their, their CBCT data uh, is locked as they send it by email into their own little software. You can only read it. So you have to, you have to ask them for more of an open source file. It's the same, same file. It's just open. You can yeah. upload that into your diagnostic software, bring in your STL file, which is your interval scan, mm -hmm. and overlay the two. Make sure they match. You have some reference points, and then you can start planning where you're putting your implant and your tooth. Um, and if you're going to go guided, build the guide, and hopefully the implant goes in where you want it to go in. Mm. It's as easy as that. It's easy as that. <laughs> so I guess a lot of this will um, be as good as how still the patient is in their CBCT scan. If you have <laughs> a, a bit of inaccuracy there if the patient moves or there's a slight inaccuracy there how, how have you have you had any problems with this sort of thing or no not not i can i can perceive that being a problem but you tend to see that don't you when you get your scans yeah. a bit blurry mm. so i could perceive that being a problem i've not i've not had any scans where i've been doing any sort of serious diagnostics on where it's been that poor that i couldn't figure out what was where where they've moved too much but i have seen some scans where i just thought oh I can. That's fine because I'm not using the the guide, but you know, it's it's you can just about make out where the tooth is, and you yeah. know, then you take a PA just to make sure that you're not uh, hitting anything that you don't want to hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't get many of them. I don't get many of them. Yeah, and you, and you, 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 you your scans will. I think you need to change. Mate. No, no, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just yeah. perceiving perceiving issues. You know. Yeah, that, yeah. No, that's good. Um, and are you using guided for all your cases now? No, no, still not using it for all the cases. I might, if I've got, um, 
sort of like a couple of multiples then I, and it, and you know and i'm just thinking well i just want to make sure that i've got things nice and parallel what i've got a bit of anatomy that you know like a you got a tooth with a bit of a dog leg on it and i'm thinking i've only got you know one go at placing that implant correct mm. then then i'll use it for those um but sort of if i've got two teeth and a fair bit of bone then i'm not i'm not using i don't see the advantage of using the guided in those cases I just right. think that's going to add the expense to the patient and the time because mm -hmm. uh, you can you can i suppose that comes with experience again um mm -hmm. so if you've got that experience you understand sort of where your anatomy is and i was talking we talked a little bit about the um the full arch cases and i was talking to one of the clinicians that was doing those and they they said that they they don't do any of those digitally guided at all it's all done by understanding where the anatomy is and respecting the anatomy and placing all the implants um, just by freehand. And then we were talking, and, and oddly enough, conversely, talking to um, Kate, I, can I forget? Will, do you remember when we were in the ITI and mm -hmm. we were in a bar for a, a, quite an extended period of time and we bumped into James Hamill? And yes. then, he, then he left, went mm -hmm. to a three or four hour convention and came back and said are you two still in the same seat and i think we we said something like yeah Duh. you mean? you just been yeah. to the loo and come back again we probably, yeah. we probably thought he'd only popped out for five minutes yeah. and we we yeah. may have may have inadvertently drummed up some extortionate bar bill uh between the two of us <laughs> Anyway, getting back onto the professional conversation, uh, is he's got uh, he's got uh, a, um, a, a technique that he was talking to us about, um, where you yeah. basically send your uh, STL and your CBCT files, and they plan it for you. So for these full arch cases, they they plan the case, and then they give you essentially a, a block that you place onto the patient as a stent and then you can drill the bone down to the level and then put another part of the stent on which guides your implants uh, and then the abutments go on and then you've actually got the bridge ready and there fitted which has been pre-made that you then place on on the day so it's all wow. it's all made for you but you have to you have to sort of tick a few boxes before you can get it done uh, it's it's sounds really good sounds really good very I think, interesting i think if you can rely on decent bone quality uh yeah be able to assess that accurately through through all the imaging then i guess that that should be fine should be good shouldn't it if you get all your heights correct and everything not a lot of room for error i'd imagine if you know you're hitting a bit of slightly softer bone or it's just not quite securing your implant in the way you want it to um like i'm very negative today aren't i i'm just i'm, I'm thinking no. of all these all no, the other no, things that could go wrong but you know, I, I, I totally agree with you. I had a case, and, and I, the, the reason I totally agree with you is I had a case where, again, it was a upper arch, uh, a denture, over-denture case, but it was four implants, nice nice AP spread, but I wanted to put the, the most posterior implants sort of in between the five and the six, but the sinus kind of came down quite steeply. And when I went in with the first drill, I thought, well, that, that feels okay, that feels okay. And then... When I went with the second drill, I thought, mm, it's just feeling a little bit too soft. So started again, brought it further forward and much happy with that. 
and you've got no room for that kind of sort of freedom if you've gone with something that's fixed and dictates where you're placing your implants. Yeah, especially if it's from start to finish. I know you can get the, uh, I think, Dentsply kind of started the sort of tooth in a box kind of thing yeah. where they give you everything from the drills to the abutment to the, you know, a temporary prosthesis literally comes from your planning straight away. Mm-hmm. So everything literally has to be on the money. It has to go there yeah. at that height. The gingival margin has to be at the right place and the bone quality has got to be good enough to load this straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you, I, I would say for people who are not experienced in having done plenty that and think that everything's going to be digitally planned for them and they just have to follow the numbers and drill the hole and put the implant in, then you know people could be in for a shock. Yeah, I mean, sort of going off topic, it's related a little bit, but um, the practice, uh, Bowell practice over in. Um, I need to say Sully Hill then, but it's not Southern Coalfield. I always get, always get the two mixed up. <laughs> Speaking of the nest. Both, both um, nice places. Yeah. 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 Uh, they they had the uh, Plan Mecca van turn up because they are investing in a, a CBCT machine for the practice. And the software that they're bringing out was lovely to watch. Um, so they, they, they've got their Remexis software, which is quite a nice software to look at. And again, you can import your CBCT and your STL files and plan on that. So that's quite nice. But some of the things they were telling me about that they've got, so they've got uh, a little video camera in your overhead light that can do help you with smile design, but also connect it to the nav uh, system, so the Navident system. So you can look at your CBCT whilst you're looking at your imp- placing your implant and it tells you where you are in the bone at the tight Weird. Yeah. Weird. Too, yeah. Too clever. Too Weird. Clever. Yeah, that that would freak me out, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that you're drilling something, and, and I guess guys are doing laparoscopic surgery, aren't they? Which is probably more heavy duty than what we're doing, but still, that's gonna yeah, that's gonna mess yeah. with your mess with your head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one do you, you watch? find yourself looking at the screen? Yeah, that's what am I mean. I at the you'd screen, or right? Yeah, yeah. You'd be, whoa. Whoa, yeah. left a bit, right a bit. Oh. I'd, like, I'd like to go, though. I'd like to go just to see what it was like. Yeah. I know that uh, they use it over in Carisbrook. There's a couple of uh, people that use it in Carisbrook. Not the same okay. system, but similar system. And, uh, I mean, the feedback that they were saying is that it's very slow. So it's a, it's a really slow learning curve. So it's going to slow your implant placement down huge mm. amount because you just, mm. you know. Um, and the advantage of it, I guess, again, I guess it's anatomical, isn't it? So, you know, what, what does the advantage come if you, if you've got nice lots of bone, uh, you're not too worried about anatomy, and you, you've got the skills to get them nice and parallel and in the right place, right height. I don't know. I think all these things, yeah. They, when when you've like old people like me, you get sort of very dyed in the wool. You know, you've been used to doing things a certain way. And, I, and I'm very open to all this, but it's a bit like if you're a, probably if you're a skier and you decide to take up snowboarding. So in your head, you can fly down a mountain, but all of a sudden with something different strapped to your feet, your brain's telling you, I'm used to this. I can, I can do this, but, you know, your, your proprioception is telling you something completely different. So, yeah. There you yeah. Go. That's my so analogy. It's the adaptive cruise control oh, for like cars, it. isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, I quite like it as well, actually. Thank you very, thank you very much. Yeah. Skiing, oh, I remember well. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That wasn't very good for the um, the ski lift. Where was it? The beginning of the week or the end of last week that came down and uh, killed terrible people. Absolutely. What's the matter with you two tonight? <laughs> I know. Thank you, Al. Full of the joy, don't we? <laughs> Let's get back on topic, everyone. We're just, we're just coming out of COVID. That's it. I know. Well, I told you a good story just before we come on air about those two lobsters. You did indeed. Yeah, two lobsters. Two lobsters. You're going to tell everybody. Well, of course. Of course I shall share this with you all. There were two, uh, this sounds like a joke though, doesn't it? There were two lobsters in a bar. In a bar. Two lobsters in yeah. um, uh, in a restaurant in Leicester. And the uh, customer uh, recognised that they're a rare breed, two of them. And um, the story went that it's uh, you get one in 30 million chance of catching one of these lobsters. And I think it's orange something, I can't remember. But he persuaded the restaurant owner to donate it uh, or donate them to the Sea Life Centre in Birmingham. So they oh, live to tell go. another tale, both of them. I thought it was going to be the one about the uh, barman having a go at the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> kick, kick, kicking, kicking him out of the bar, saying, "You come round here, giving it all that." <laughs> oh no! Dad jokes. Right, of Will that Murphy. Is such a perfect time, everybody. I think to round this evening off, <laughs> gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, well, cheers. Thank you. I hope you all have a fantastic bank holiday weekend. Yeah, you Slap too. your sun lotion on. Don't forget, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my my so, thick head of hair ain't going to cut it. Uh, no. Look, you can see it shining off the, the oh. light bulbs here. It's Put your shades on. on <laughs> Take care, everybody. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.